And good morning to you, Indianapolis. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle, coming to you live from the Hot 96.3 and 106.7 WTLC Studios. And as you heard uh, just right there in the intro to the show, also this morning for the first time on 100.9. That's right. We're on 100.9, 96.3 and 106.7 right now. Go ahead and check. Press 100.9. I'm still here. Hi, hi, on 100.9. Go back to 96.3. Hi. Yeah, we're, we're here on 96. And jump up to 106 on the dial. Scroll up real quick. Hey. Yes, we're still here. On 106.7, 96.3, and 100.9 for this August 14th edition of Open Lines. We start the show with off, off with a happy birthday to my mom, Tabitha. We want to tell her age. I don't know. We won't. But it was her birthday this weekend, and so happy birthday, Mom. We love you. Uh, On this edition of Open Lines, talking about something that is happening right now in Indianapolis, and maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't. I know you've all heard of NBA 2K. Yes, the video game that your kids won't stop playing, that they get in arguments over, that they play for hours on in. Well, now... It is not just a video game. It is a full e-sports league. So, with that said, if that's something your kids are into that they can't put down, that they don't stop doing, then you, one, either want to go and see the NBA 2K League while it is here in action in Indianapolis, or you might want to get them involved so that they can officially become a professional athlete with that controller. Matt Arden uh, will be joining us from the NBA 2K League here in just a moment to tell us all about NBA 2K League. It's happening here right now in Indianapolis. All of the details are coming up. And then after that, it was a little more than a year ago now. Last summer, we first told you about the Indianapolis Quality of Life Initiative. That was the plan that we asked for your opinion on. How would we, how would you, like to see $100 million spent in this community if it improved the quality of life for black people in Indianapolis? Well, we asked you that question, and then we asked you to submit um, grant proposals. Now folks have done those grant proposals, businesses, schools, community organizations. That money is now been awarded so who got the cash the gentleman from the indianapolis urban league uh arlen kushner excuse me tony mason and willis bright carlin will be all carlin willis and tony will all be joining us coming up here on open lines to tell us where the money went that is all coming up this morning here on open lines on this sunday august 14th it is raining in downtown Indianapolis and 64 degrees. So it's already starting to feel uh, like fall. Just as quick as summer uh, 
began, it's pretty much over because everybody's already back to school. And now we're getting some cooler temperatures, which I am all for. So I was telling you about the NBA 2K League and the NBA 2K brand has been around. You know, you might have heard it called NBA 2K2 and it would change each year. They would send out a new game and then the year of the game would change. Well, now um, somebody's gotten smart and realized that these guys are not just playing around on a controller. These guys and girls, uh, it, it's not just guys and girls. It's not just kids. It's it's everybody. It's such a wide thing that it is now an official e-sports league. And it is happening right now in Indianapolis. To tell us more about NBA 2K League, Matt Arden is the head of content and media. He joins us on our live line right now. Matt, good morning. Matt, can you hear me? Oh, wait a minute. I got to take Matt off hold. Matt, now can you hear me? I got you. How <laughs> good are morning. You? How are you? Good. How's everybody doing? Good, good, good. NBA 2K League, um, it's, a, it's a huge thing now. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're in our fifth season right now, about to close out our fifth season uh, here in Indianapolis with uh, two more weeks of uh, exciting championship play. And uh, it's something to see, man. It's, it's pretty wild. It's a ton of fun. So, Matt, first tell us, how did we go from NBA 2K blank as a game that came out every year to now it being an esports league? It's a good question. I think, look, the NBA is a, a, a really fun place to work and a really smart place to work. And you saw the rise of esports and saw the rise of video games. And it just made sense that, uh, and look, I'm biased, but it makes sense for the best league in the world to, to start an esports league too. And 2K is so popular, it just made a ton of sense. So here you have it. So tell us exactly what is NBA 2K League? The NBA 2K League is uh, is a, exactly what you said. It's a professional esports league, a uh, joint venture between the NBA and Take-Two Interactive, who makes the game. Um, and it is uh, the best 2K players in the world on 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 real teams that, that play organized 5v5 and 3v3 basketball championships. Uh across our season um and we we play uh, about 60 70 percent in remote and then uh, we're in a tournament structure so we have tournaments we play two weeks of remote play and then we settle that tournament title uh live in indianapolis uh at an arena we built at the, at the pavilion at pan am um and 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 watch the best players in the world battle it out for for cash prizes and and it's uh it's really unreal. I mean, the energy is electric. It's it's uh, it's the most fun thing to watch live. I can tell you that much. Uh, you know, I'm, I know you've heard it. I don't know how much you play video games and what your parents thought of it, but I know you've heard as I have parents saying, "Get off of that game. You play you playing on that <laughs> game way too much. Go outside. Go do some homework. Go do something productive." Well, now literally playing a video game is making people money. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, and it's across the, the entire landscape, too. So, yeah, you can become a professional player, but you look at game developers, you mm -hmm. look at game administrators, you look at what we do with the league, and you've got an entire league structure supporting it. I mean, the future relative to gaming, especially for kids who are really into it or, or young people that are really into it, is incredibly bright. And there are a million opportunities across so many facets of, of gaming and esports. It's, uh, it's um, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I hate to be repetitive, but it's exciting to be a part of. Well, I've got you on the show this morning because of the connection to Indianapolis. Tell us what is happening in this city right now at NBA 2K League. Yeah, we, we've had all of our live competitions uh, at a beautiful esports arena that we built here uh, at, the, at the Pavilion of Pan Am. And um, 
you know, uh, we're in our final two weeks of the season, which is our championships. We're going to settle next week, starting Wednesday through Saturday, our three championships. Mm-hmm. And the following week, Saturday, we again uh, settle our 5v5 championships. So we'll be live at the Pavilion, um, you know, uh, starting at 7 p.m. Uh, during the week and then uh, uh, 3 p.m. on Saturdays, um, playing these incredible competitions with these amazing teams. Um, and, and that's all happening downtown Indianapolis for the rest of the season. So tell us two things. One, how do you get involved as a spectator? But two, how do you get involved as part of the league, whether it be having the controller in your hand or an administrative job, a developer job, all those things that you talked about? How do you get involved from both sides? Two ways to get involved as a fan. Uh, you know, it's super easy. Is One, if you're living in the Indianapolis area, swing on by and check out the games. Everything you need to know is at NBA2KLeague.com. Um, we'd love to have you down at Indianapolis, uh, you know, at, at the pavilion. It's a ton of fun to watch. You got two more weeks of live play. Um, and, and everybody's welcome. We got concessions, we got gameplay, we got the, we got the whole deal. It's a ton of fun. Um, and then as, as a fan who may not be able to make it to the arena, we're on Twitch. Um, you know, during those games, we broadcast all our games on Twitch, super easy to find if you're, if you're watching on Twitch. Um, and then, you know, if it's something that you think could be, you know, part of your future, you want to be, you know, either you or your kids want to, find out how to become a pro all that information is available on nba2kleague.com but at the end of our season starting in the fall once 2k23 drops uh in september we'll start a, a whole combine process and a tryout process to identify players we haven't seen before uh and then it, it wraps up with uh usually you know uh, at the start of the new year uh, we have a draft just like you know our our parent nba company and um we, we draft new players into the league and, and start all over again and season six will start in the spring of 23 so uh, we keep we, the train keeps rolling. All right. Is there a, a careers website or something like that with, that you can uh, folks can go to? Yeah, everything you need to know about how to get into the league and how to understand what we're up to again is at nba2kleague.com. And um, you know, you can follow us on Twitter, uh, on Instagram. We we drop all kinds of information about how to get involved. Uh, you know, through our social media channels. Um, and when we and we are we're a fun league. We tend to respond. So if you reach out to us, there's a good chance we'll reach back. Um, the phone keeps ringing, and I'm and I'm. I will go to the phones pending that the questions are for Matt about this. I know we got a lot to talk about on the show today. Uh, so if you have a question for Matt, very quickly, and that's why all of the because all of the phone lines are ringing right now. Um, <laughs> let's let's go to the phones. If it's if it's about Matt, we'll talk about it. If about if it's about anything else for our other segments, and you're just trying to get in early, we'll talk to you then. So let's go see who's on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. Good morning. Who's this? Oh, how you doing, Red Cameron? I'm good. What's this happening? Is, yeah, this is the Honorable Red Pillow. Yes, sir. How can hey, I help you? Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Hey, um, 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 what kind of event does this, uh, your guest is having? So, so it is an esports league. So, just like you go to a Colts game or a Pacers game, uh-huh. this is basically to symbol it. People play video games as an actual profession, and you can go actually watch them play the entertainment and compete with each other in person downtown right now. Did I sum that up right, Matt? You, you, you did, and thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Uh, it. It is professional basketball as a video game, uh, playing NBA 2K. But what's exciting is not only are you following the 2K action, which is the basketball game itself, our players are some of the most dynamic players in esports, and they uh, sit in the round where we, we play in the round, so the players face off against each other at center court, essentially, 
and they get into it. It is full on, you know, like you see, uh, you know, in your neighborhood, you know, playing basketball, they're into it. They're talking trash and they're, they're having fun. So you get sort of this double, uh, double coverage of both the basketball game itself and these exciting players who play it. All right, let me try for one more call. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, uh, what's happening is, is there marketing? Uh... Larry? Larry? Larry, call me back. Larry, you dropped out. Oh, I, we are changing some technical things in the studio, so we're going to blame it on that. Larry, call me back. You know the number. Uh, Matt, for what last time, if folks can find uh, tickets to go in, because you've got interest in people who just want to see what this is, um, how do they get get inside of the building and tell us where the location is? Yeah, that we're we're playing at the Pavilion at Pan Am right in downtown, um, and uh, NBA2KLeague.com or NBA2KLeague on Twitter will have all the information you need to grab some tickets and, and swing on down uh, and check us out live. It's a, it's a ton of fun. I, I'm I'm personally inviting all y'all out. Well, Matt, I'm glad you could come on because, as you can tell, people know about they know the NBA 2K brand, but what it is in person is like, wait, you're doing exactly what? So obviously, you've got uh, folks, you've you've piqued their interest. So hopefully, they'll go downtown and check it out. Matt Arden calling in uh, this morning on our live line, head of content and media for NBA 2K League, sir. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having us, and thanks for Indianapolis for being such a great host city. We have had an absolute blast. You guys are an awesome city. We appreciate it. Hey, thank you. That's what we do. That is what we do here in the Circle City. Matt Arden, have a good one. Take care. All right. Uh, coming up here on the show, so obviously, go go downtown and check out, as he said, that's what we do. Uh, we've got that going on right now, and then they've got all of the uh, high school Battle of the Bands competitions uh, that are happening at uh, Lucas Oil Stadium right now. So there's actually a lot jumping off. Uh, on that uh, in that southwest quadrant of downtown. So if you uh, need something to do today, go check out either of those events. A lot happening in downtown Indy right now. Speaking of happening in Indy, coming up here in a moment, uh, Chase, we're going to take a commercial break early. I'm going to try and just do a, a three-minute uh, commercial break if I can get everybody on the phone in three minutes, and then we'll take another commercial break afterwards. But We told you this time last year about the Indianapolis Quality of Life Initiative. And since then, we have been with the Indianapolis Urban League providing you information about what this was, how do you get the money, who should apply for grants, where do they go for said grants. Well, all of those steps have now been completed, and you have been asking, okay, who got some of that money? Well, now we know some of the answers, and we're going to find out all of the details about who are the big winners in this first round of grants coming from the Indianapolis Quality of Life Initiative. And I say first round because that means at some point there will be more coming up here on Open Lines. The folks behind this initiative, Tony Mason, Dr. Carlin Tishner, and Willis Bright will all be joining us on our live line next to go through the list of who was awarded that big grant money to help improve the lives of black people right here in Indianapolis. You are listening to Open Lines this morning live on Hot 96.3, 106.7, and 100.9.
WNOWFM, Speedway, Indiana, W286CM, WHHHFM, Indianapolis, Indiana, broadcasting from the Isaac and Isaacs Injury Lawyers, we win.com studio. Indy's hip hop station has a new home on 100.9. Lock us in now. The new Hot 100.9, Indy's hip hop station. Hold up. And we are back here on Open Lines. Coming to you live, as you just heard in the commercial, also now on 100.9. So, if 100.9 is not on your dial, go ahead and make sure you put it there. So this morning, we can be heard on 106.7 WTLC, WHHH, Hot 96.3, and WNOU 100.9. So, go ahead and check. Press all the buttons. Press, press 106. We're there. Go ahead and press 96. 96, hey, we're live here on 96. And press 100.9. Turn the dial down just a little bit. Well, I guess that's turning up because we're moving up. Moving on up like George and Wheezy. Hi, I'm 100.9. We are here. All right. So make the switch. It is happening. Hot 96.3 will be moving to 100.9, as you just heard there in the intro and in the commercial uh, during the break here on the show. It is time to get the details about the Indianapolis Quality of Life Initiative. That is happening, uh, I should say, the rollout of the grants is happening. This is something we've been talking to you guys about for quite some time. Right here on Open Lines, we've been uh, following the Indianapolis Urban League step by step. As first they came and said, hey, there's an idea. And now the uh, Lilly Foundation is providing uh, $100 million. And now we want to talk directly to the people about how this money should be spent. Who should get it? What are the ideas? And then we were with you when there was a call for grant proposals where any and everybody could submit um, a grant proposal to get a piece of that $100 million pie. And now... We've advanced beyond that point because folks have been selected, businesses, community organizations, um, and even some schools are among the the list of of multiple organizations uh, that were awarded uh, part of this grant. So I have three of the most knowledgeable people about the Indianapolis Quality of Life Initiative on our live line, Tony Mason, Dr. Carlin Tishner, and Mr. Willis Bright. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. So, uh, gentlemen, as I said, we've we've been with you from from day one with getting this information out. And now uh, you've really come to uh, a a a, a new level, a peak moment of this first chapter of, of, of the initiative. Tell us about where we are now and who has received part of this pie. Absolutely. Good Good morning, Cameron, and thanks again for having us on. Um, as you know, uh, two years ago, the Lilly Endowment awarded $100 million to the National Urban League to support the Indianapolis African American Quality of Life Initiative, uh, specifically for work to be done here in Indianapolis, in Marion County. And uh, the National Urban League is doing this work in partnership uh, with our community's Indianapolis Urban League affiliate and the African American Coalition of Indianapolis. And as you said, it's been, this has been a, a long time coming. As you know, we mm-hmm. fought to get input 
from residents in the community, as well as black thought leaders, experts, and our allies from the broader community. That's what helped shape our strategies and our focus around education, employment, health, housing, black business development and entrepreneurship. And so as, as you shared, uh, we have undertaken a long process. We've also had to build, in essence, it was a small community foundation in order to do this work. And uh, along the way, we wanted to make sure that this was the community's initiative, that we empowered the community. Uh, we elevated the community's voice on this effort because all too often things have been done to us and not with us and not by us. And in this case, we're the ones doing this work, the community itself. So we're excited to be able to come on today and to join and in announcing the grant recipients, and this is for the first round, we're hopeful to be able to have an additional two to three rounds over the next two years of funding. And so, yes, this initiative is very real. The money is very real. And we're here to share with you this morning who's been offered grants. And so joining me, of course, I have, you know, we have a great team, not only at the Urban League, but with the Quality of Life Initiative. Uh, but uh, in partnership with Mr. Willis Bright, who serves as a co-director, and Dr. Carlin Kishner, who is our director of operations. And so they're going to tag team and announcing who the recipients are in the context that, please remember, is this is who's been offered grants and in the um, strategies of priorities. So you'll hear the organization's names, the strategy priority, as well as the amount that they received. So uh, Willis, Carlin, good morning. Good morning. Yes, good morning. we would love to share with your audience uh, some of the folks who have received grants, and we'll give you some of the names. Yes, and please. Also the amount. Under those who will be doing work with uh, employment and uh, aiding folks into getting uh, jobs that will pay a living wage, Flanner House. Uh, 250 Marion Universe Martin University 250 no now, now hang on 250 250 dollars or, or? Uh, 250,000 uh-huh. dollars Martin University 250,000 dollars Community Alliance of the Far East Side Cafe 250,000 dollars Edna Martin Christian Center uh, 250,000 dollars the Local Initiative Support Corporation, LISC, $250,000. Fathers and Families Resource and Research Center, $250,000. Ivy Tech Foundation, $250,000. That's just in the area of employment skill development and employability. Uh, I will give you those grants that have been offered uh, dollars in health and wellness focused on food justice, increasing the supply, availability, and use of effective foods. The Center of Wellness for Urban Women, $285,000, $276. The Liche High Watch Center, $300,000. Planner House of Indianapolis, $300,000, and the Kepha Institute for $300,000. <clears> $300, <throat> uh, 
I'll uh, stop here and let uh, Dr. Tishner take over in terms of talking about business and entrepreneurship, the organizations that are building the capacity of businesses to be able to operate, to get loans and do other things to increase the strength of the black business sector in Indianapolis and Marion County. Dr. Tishner? Good morning, Dr. Tishner. Good morning, Cameron. Thanks, Willis. In the business and entrepreneurship capacity building space, Indiana Black Expo, $300,000. Indy Black Chamber of Commerce, $500,000. Kepra Institute, $500,000. She Event Indy Co., $250,000. And Northwest Development Center, $150,000. For business and entrepreneurship, which is focused on equity, which is providing dollars to businesses, we have the Edna Martin Christian Center receiving $500,000. Gang Gang receiving $333,800. Indiana Black Expo receiving $200,000. And the Indy Black Chamber of Commerce receiving $500,000. Flagship Enterprise Capital receiving $500,000. And Intend Indiana previously renewed receiving $500,000. I'll go back over to Willis to share a bit more about education, specifically under professional development. Under education for professional development of teachers and administrators, the Children's Policy and Law Initiative of Indiana, $300,000. Indiana Council on Educating Students of Color, $382,000, Indiana Black Expo, $50,000, and Eclectic Soul Voices Corporation, $170,000, and Teach Plus Incorporated, $400,000. In terms of education, professional development, recruitment, and retaining teachers and early childhood, a learning needs. STEM Pre-K Academy, $200,000. Judith Ministries, $400,000. New Beginnings of Indianapolis, $236,379. And SBC Development Corporation, Purchase of Life Academy, $400,000. Uh, we'll have someone pick up on education professional development, and recruitment retaining teachers. Uh, if someone wants to pick up on that, please go. Sure. Educate Me Foundation Incorporated, $399,211. MSC of Washington Township Schools, $230,000. Melanate Ed Leaders, $60,000. Under education, recruitment, and retaining teachers of color, Indiana Black Expo, $200,000. Teach for America Indianapolis, $40,000. Indiana University Foundation, $400,000. And under education, specifically focused on early childhood education, we have Martin University receiving $400,000. We'll transition now over to housing as our two strategies under housing. Willis, you want to start us off there? 
under housing and home ownership and economic mobility. This will include home repairs, community action of Greater Indianapolis, $500,000, Neighborhood Link, Indianapolis Foundation, Inc., $500,000, and the United Northeast Community Development Corporation, $500,000. And the last category is housing and home ownership, racial equity, and housing development to provide dollars for organizations so that they can either support black builders in the building of multifamily, single-family housing, the organizations that are offered grants, Eastern Star Church, Jewel Human Services Corporation, $1 million, Build, Believers United in Local Development, uh, $752,000, West Side Community Development Corporation, $850,000, Martindale Brightwood Community Development Corporation, $800,000, Intend Indiana, $126,600. United Northeast Community Development Corporation, $500,000. Flanner House of Indianapolis, $1 million. IFF, $1 million. Kepra Institute, $1 million. Pathway Resource Center, Inc., $1 million. And finally, Indianapolis Neighborhood Housing Partnership, one million dollars those are the organizations that have been offered grants uh, to improve quality of life in the areas that we've announced that was not only amazing but that was 21 million dollars worth of amazing uh grants that was just uh, awarded to 52 uh, well, 52 different grants awarded to a number of organizations totaling more than $21 million. As we said, this is out of $100 million. So, Tony, as you alluded to at the beginning of our segment, this is round one. Yes, yes. This is, this is round one, and we're excited to be able to offer dollars to support the 40 organizations uh, who submitted uh, approved applications in this round. We are excited about future rounds to come. We hope to be able to announce our, our timing of our grant-making process in, the, in third quarter or by the end of third quarter of this year and to be able to announce those recipients uh, by the end of first quarter or second quarter as far as the second round is concerned. Uh, and eligible organizations have to be nonprofits. And so when people look at the list, they'll say, well, there are no businesses on here. Well, our intentions are for the businesses to benefit from the dollars that have been offered to the technical assistance organizations that receive funding for those purposes in the business and entrepreneurship space. Uh, we're just excited that uh, we've gotten to this point. This initiative is very real. And clearly by what we've announced this morning, Cameron, we have far more than $15,000 left in this initiative. Mm -hmm. And so our hope is that when people look at this, hear this list, and when they see it, look at it with a focus on the strategy. So that explains who received dollars in, in certain uh, strategies or priority areas. But also look at it and see we have a broad range of organizations here. We have grassroots. We have grass tops. 
we have educational institutions, we have faith-based institutions, and we have some newer organizations that may not be familiar to a lot of people in the community, community, but they're doing great work. And so our hope is that this will encourage organizations who are doing great work, who have their 501c3s, who have a 990, and are doing great work and have a great proposal that, that if their work aligns with our strategies and priorities in round two, that they will apply. How, we know some were intimidated by this process. Well, let me ask you with that, how can one people go through and see what these different organizations were asking for, one, just out of curiosity, but two, to help figure out how they need to word their grants and, and find just to see what is a winning proposal? How can how can we go through? Is there a place where we can read more about each of these awardees and what they're planning yeah. to do? Well, first of all, we would direct everyone to our website, www.iaaqli.org, www.iaaqli.org. There they will find articles and documents that speak to the path that we've been through, And that is the place where people can go to do a couple of things in the future. One, they will hear about the announcement of workshops that will aid people in learning about the process of writing an effective grant overall, not only that would apply to uh, our effort, but to any effort And then there will be specific information about round two grant priorities. Some of them may be the same as round one, but there may also be some different ones for round two. Uh, We can even give an example, though the specifics have not been fully delineated. One of the issues that we heard throughout the process of our development of the initiative is the mental health of African Americans, children, adults, seniors, etc. Somehow we will want to address that particular one in round two, but there will be other areas that we will do. So if people will continue to check on the website, they will not only see more about those that were successful in round one, but also the workshop and the priorities for round two, those will be online before too long. Now, I know there are uh, a a lot of folks who may have applied, but maybe they didn't get maybe they didn't get approved because something was in error or they were a little short on some information or just something just wasn't right on the technical end. Are you guys going to do anything that will um, allow people to, I, I guess, I don't know, learn from the mistake and get so that they can qualify for the next time? Is there Are, are there going to be any opportunities for people to sit down with somebody and, and you might have a great idea and it's what we're looking for, but it's got to be submitted right. Grants have to be exactly the way they need it to be. Will there be opportunity for that? Yes. Yes. Yes, Cameron, there are going to be technical assistance sessions or workshops that will be conducted by the team. 
Um, and as you know, during this first round, we actually had consultants who provided technical assistance uh, to some of the applicants who applied. And so we want to make sure that once we announce uh, those technical assistance sessions, that uh, those who were not funded in the first round, that they participate and organizations out in the community who are contemplating applying in the second round but did not apply in the first round, that they participate as well. Uh, we do know that we had a number of applications where uh, organizations did not submit their 501c3 documentation paperwork. Mm. We had some that did not submit their 990s or may have submitted the 990 or documentation for an agency that was going to serve as the fiscal agent. And so I will, will say this, for organizations who may not have their 501c3s at this point, and, and timing may be working against them, I encourage you to establish a partnership with another nonprofit that is serving, that can serve as your fiscal agent and, and uh, submit the application on your behalf. All, and as you shared, Cameron, you know, the applications have to be complete. Questions have to be answered. People have to speak to the metrics and outcomes that they intend uh, to achieve uh, with their initiative. And that becomes important because, Cameron, each organization or grantee is going to be entering into a formal uh, funding or grant relationship with the National Urban League. And with that will come expectations around reporting uh, requirements, uh, you know, budget updates, you know, as, as well as any other qualitative information that will help us to tell this story, you know, three years from now, five years from now, what was accomplished with these dollars. We also want to use that information to leverage additional support for the initiative uh, through other uh, Tony, did we lose you? And, and Cameron, I will just go ahead and say that during the uh, workshops that will be conducted, we've learned some things during round one mm -hmm. because this is still a living and organic process. Mm -hmm. We will go through line by line what the new application will look like for round two so that people will see explicitly, as you stated, what is required for them to be able to be seriously uh, considered. So there will be uh, budget forms that will be gone over, and based on the feedback that we've gotten, we're going to have maybe a couple of different forms for different areas because every th group does not fit in, for example, in housing. Mm -hmm. That's a little different than employment or education. So they may delete a little different format. So we are continuing to integrate what we're learning into the process. And as we have done throughout, we want to share that with everyone so that they benefit from what everyone else has learned and what we are learning uh, as well. Wow. Uh, gentlemen, obviously, the as you can imagine, the phone lines are ringing uh, and we don't have time to get to everybody. So how can folks get in touch with you? I know you said go to the website. What is the best way to start getting in touch, whether it be to find out 
more about any of the grants, to find out about the technical assistance classes you'll be providing, uh, to find out what the next steps will be. Um, obviously, folks can see that this is very real and money is being handed out uh, in the millions. We That was $21 million that was just handed out to 40 different organizations uh, through 52 different grants. So this is real. So if you missed it the first time, there is more left over. So, uh, gentlemen, how can people get on the ball and have everything correct, ready to go so that on the next round, which you're saying you hope could be in the next uh, fiscal quarter or the third fiscal quarter, how can people get in on this? Yeah, the simplest way, Cameron, is really to um, start by checking the website, as you mentioned, Willis and Tony have mentioned. Um, and then the second way is if you have some direct questions that you're curious about, you can email us at info at IAQLI.org. Again, info at IAQLI.org. That is our direct email account for questions that uh, may be specific that we can answer. If there are general questions that we hear often, we typically post an FAQ, a Frequently Asked Questions document, on our website to give general answers to common questions. So again, we invite folks to go to our website as often as you can, um, but also you can directly email us with specific questions. And as Tony mentioned, we are looking for a third quarter announcement. And in that announcement through the website, we will have additional opportunities such as the technical assistance workshops for organizations that may not have received funding in the first round, but more importantly for organizations who are interested to apply in the second and subsequent rounds that are coming in the near future. Uh, Tony Mason, Dr. Carlin Tishner, and Willis Brett. I think we lost Tony. I told you we were. No, I'm here. Oh, you're. Oh, Tony, you're back. Okay, we're at. We're. Yeah. Adjusting some technical things in the building, so I didn't know if you if you got bit by one of the gremlins. Gentlemen, thank you uh, so much for coming on and sharing all of this information. It is a real thing, and I know you'll keep us updated as we move into round two. Tony, Carlin, Cameron. and Willis, thank you so much. Cameron, thank if I you. can make one last you comment. Yes. Travel with us. yes, you can. Go ahead. Yeah. I would hope that the community will join us in uplifting and supporting each of these organizations that have been offered funding. Mm -hmm. Now is the time for us to come together, not to tear each other down, and to leverage all of our individual and collective strength to get this work done. Uh As you know, there are people that are happy that they got funded, Uh and there are some that are unhappy because they did not receive funding. Mm -hmm. But again, this is the first round, and this is just the beginning. Hey, and Tony, and some people who are just going to be upset either way, right? That's right. (laughs) That's right. And we'll we'll handle them when they come. Uh, Gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. More of Open Lines is coming up. We're going to open up the phone lines, 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll end the show with your calls. You're listening to Open Lines live on 106.7, 96.3, and 100.9.
90, get ready for the new Hot 100.9. We're moving up the dial, giving you more power. Turn us up! And more music at 100.9. Listen to us all over the city. They got that city lit with their hip-hop. Get ready for the switch to 100.9. In these hip-hop stations, the new Hot 100.9. This is my station. Indy, Incognito tapping in with you. Have you reset the preset on your radio? Come on! We moving to 100.9. Don't get left. Yeah, that's right. Did you hear the commercial there? We're moving on up here at 96.3. Go ahead and adjust the dial. Hot 96.3 is moving to 100.9. We're moving up to a better signal on 100.9. So it is literally the deluxe apartment in the sky. So if you haven't already done so, go ahead. If 100.9 is not um, a preset on your dial in the car, Go ahead and put it there. For me, it's preset number three. Maybe I'll move it up to preset number two. Hot 96.3 is moving to 100.9. So this morning, Open Lines is broadcasting live on 96.3, 106.7, and 100.9. Big news, it is happening. So as the commercial said, don't get left. Make the switch because that's where we're going today. We're in lots of places, but eventually... That's where we will be. Uh, on the show this morning, we have had a lot to talk about and has made the phone ring. Uh, Tony, um, Carlin, and Willis just spent some time telling us about $21 million that is being handed out uh, to the community, 40 different organizations, 52 different grants um, from the Indianapolis African-American Quality of Life Initiative. This is out of the $100 million uh, that originally comes from the 
uh, Lilly Endowment and then the partnership with the Indianapolis Urban League and the National Urban League. So I know you guys have a lot to talk about. I'm going to open the phone lines up until we end the show here at 9 o'clock. So whether it's uh, comments about uh, the previous segment or anything that's on your mind, the floor is open on till 9 o'clock. Let's go to the phone lines. Caller on line one. Good morning. I'm going to give everybody uh, about 45 seconds to a minute because we're short on time and the phones are hot. So caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, listen, everybody out there, uh, go to Article 8 of our Constitution and see how our property taxes, 51% of a $40 billion budget, half of that is spent on education here within the state of Indiana by a mandate in our Constitution. For Tony Mason and them to come out and support other educational institutions with legacy money is, uh, is, is a folly. He know he can't afford to have any schools going on, and these bootleg schools that are popping up, the only reason they are sustained is because of the gas tax that's going to increase every year for the next 10 years to uh, support these schools until they run out of fashion. They're not in our Constitution. They're not constitutionally mandated. Tony has made a big error when he tries to support education here in the state of Indiana. It really burdens down to devil taxation. The Constitution mandates. Are there any particular schools, Larry, that 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 you're upset with? Because I only see. Um, here, here's what I'm talking about. Uh, when he gives to these religious institutions, they have charter schools. They support charter schools. Okay. The Kemper Institute. All that ties in with uh, Teach for America. All that uh, ties into a dual, uh, uh, unconstitutional dual system of education here within the state of Indiana. I just invite people to read Article 8 of our Constitution. It shows that every child in this state is mandated to have an education until the age of 16, and the state is mandated to pay for everything, like they do in Carmel, just like they do in all the other burbs around town here. They're supposed to pay. The common school has been here since 1851. All right, Larry, that, that's time. And have Thank you been you able to, have you been able to get in touch with them over there at the Urban League? I sure have. All uh, right. Uh, email Tony, and I have an email relationship with them. And for him to give the money to these debunked churches, go over on Andrew J. Brown from 16th up to 30th Street. Right. Every one of those churches are going to be torn down. I just wanted to. Houses. All right. So, thank you, you Larry. Know, that's what's going. All right. I Thanks, just wanted to Cameron. make sure you were getting in touch with him. Thank you, sir. Let's keep going. Short on time. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, Cameron. How you doing this morning? I'm good, Paul. How are you, sir? You got 40, 40 good, seconds. I want to say greetings to everybody. And I wanted to say that uh, uh, Tony Mason. Uh, and the rest of his team and staff, uh, congratulations. I think this is a great job uh, that you guys are doing. I hope that some of you people that are listening uh, will take a more positive attitude towards the the money that has been given and go out there and, and participate in these programs. Go, don't, don't worry about what your neighbor's doing. You go and, and make yourself better. Uh, the Tony Mason, them, and any organization that's trying to build up our community, uh, you know, we, we need to back that. We need to support that. You had a uh, the lawyer that you had on a couple of weeks ago out there at the 500 mm-hmm. uh, speedway track. Mm-hmm. He he said he said this. He said I didn't like golf and I didn't know how to play golf, but he's dealing with owners of companies, so he went and learned how to play golf. You guys got to get in the game. Right. Uh, uh, I, I just I just want the, that negativity to to go away 
uh, for a little while. And and you guys, the, the, these are good programs, and you guys need to take full advantage of it. And again, thank you to Tony Mason and his entire staff and everybody that participating in trying to build our community. All right. I appreciate you uplifting us. Thank you so much, Paul. Caller on line three. Good morning. You're live on Open Lines. Who's this? Hello? All right. Let's jump to line number one. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? All right, Cameron. How you doing? Brother Motep here. Thanks for my call. I'll be brief. Uh, echo uh, some of the sentiments from uh, Brother Paul, and then I echo some sentiments from Brother Larry. I My only question is just... I'm a scientist by trade. I just got off early this morning, and I go through uh, lots and lots of, 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 of reports and, and and things like that. And so we have an illness. We have illnesses. We have we we've, we've been. We I guess now that we do, if we look at the Urban League, we have we have diagnoses of those illnesses in the areas like if you got cancer, or someone if you got let's say if you even got a fungus on your toenail. Hey, we're short. We're so, short so on we're time. Back, hang, on, here, hang, here, here, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me back, let me ask so you a question. So I, get, let me ask treatment you, right now. We want. I just want to see when is treatment and if the treatment's going to be effective to cure the ails that we have and not continue to. All right, waste before, before money. you go, let me I'm ask you this: this. Mm-hmm. Um, It's my understanding that you have good reason to to like uh, uh, this list, this twenty one million dollars. Am I understanding that correct? I, I, I like to list some of the names are new. I know some other organizations that, that I hope the next round come about getting in, some younger people getting in. I think we still got some old stalwarts in there. Who, and you're, you're part of one of them, aren't you? Yes, I am. Tabs in there, and, and, uh, and, 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 and we can use more. Uh, I can see more that can be done. Uh, Riverside with baseball program. I'm going to talk to to uh, Roman about that because we didn't get any money for our baseball program last year, and a lot of children want to play baseball. It's something positive, something can grow. But I just want to just make sure that we don't continue to have all this large amounts of money coming in. My old hometown of Gary is witness to that. They did a special on Gary years ago that got tons of money to help. And a lot of my people that look like me up there took the money. So we, we want to make sure, Paul, in a positive manner, that this money does cure some of the ills. may not do all, but we definitely got to start curing these diseases right. that we see in our community. And this money has to do some of that. Thanks for my call. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Open Lines. Thank you to NBA 2K and Matt Arden for telling us what's happening right here. Go check out the NBA 2K League happening right now in downtown Indianapolis. And as we've told you on this show and others, don't just be a spectator. Get in on it. There is money out there. There's a lot of money on this show today, including the $21 million that we learned about uh, coming out of the the Indianapolis African-American Quality of Life Initiative. Uh, We will have much more and continue to follow this as it develops and as we get into round two. That's going to do it for this edition of Open Lines. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Vodal, coming to you live this morning on 106.7 WTLC, 96.3, and our new home, 100.9. Go ahead and make the switch. Put us on your preset. Hot 96.3 is moving to 100.9. We are back same time, same stations, and maybe more. Next Sunday, live at 8.
WNOWFM, Speedway, Indiana, W286CN, WHHHFM, Indianapolis, Indiana, broadcasting from the Isaac and Isaacs Injury Lawyers, We Win.com studio. Indy's hip hop station has a new home on 100.9. Lock us in now. The new Hot 100.9, Indy's hip hop station.